What's going on, everybody? Figure we'll start this off. Got a couple people. What's up, Kyle? Hope everybody's doing good. If anybody wants to speak, like I said, just uh, request, and I'll definitely get you guys up here. What's up, man? What's going on, State? How you doing, bro? Checked off. Yeah. <laughs> T- talk to me, bro. Talk to me. Yo, why they keep putting my boy in trades, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy out there right now, bro. Crazy. What annoys me is the most. I'm trying to figure out since when we was when now. We're not beating the Nets next season. We're not beating the Bucks. We're not. We're not like we're not beating none of those teams like realistically, right now for a championship. So since when was it right for people to just put RJ, Obi, quickly four first round picks? in these ridiculous deals for Dane. And then you're going to tell me my starting five is Dane, Norman Powell, Kelly Oubre, Julius Randle, and Nerlens Noel. What's crazy about a lot of takes that still got, like, Nerlens in there, I just don't see I, – I don't know. I don't see it. I feel like – I just feel like I, we're going to definitely see somebody offer him some money. You know what I mean? And, and him taking the bag and becoming that starting role player. I just feel like that's what he wants deep down, you know? Yeah. I don't want them to succumb to the to the media, bro. I think that's just my biggest fear. So I feel like if we all continue to put these things out there, they'll know, like, right, yo, we can't do that because that, that, that ain't going to be the right move. <laughs> right. I hear you on that. I don't think they pay attention to it. I mean, I, I know that they see it, but. I hope that they're not in the ear like that, you know. I don't think so. But um, it's crazy all the takes that you see out there, man, you know. I just I don't want to see that happen. I want to continue on the path. I just feel like if we trade the farm to bring a guy like Dame, who this is my biggest thing, right, is he's already mm-hmm. on a team in Portland that's been loading up and been trying to make moves. He's got CJ. He's got our guy Melo out there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And obviously everybody else, that they had Kyrie Trent Jr., you know, last year and part of this year. So it's like mm-hmm. they still didn't make it far, you know, or, or where our end goal obviously wants to be. So it's like why would you bring him over here and not be able to surround him, you know, with the talent that he needs right away to take us there? I feel like you're just ripping everything that we just put into place this season away. It's, it's like that quick fix, you know, and I, I ain't trying to do that. You know, I'm totally about the culture that we just built and riding it through, you know. Um, I feel like we just saw the Nets do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they, and I was saying this, I, I don't know if it was with you or whoever it was with, but I feel like there was such a blueprint right there. You know what I mean? To They really, Kenny Atkinson did a great job coming in, you know what I mean? With the guys that he had, getting the most out of them, you know, it, yep. he changed the culture. And then in just one season, it was just poof, gone. You know what I mean? So what did it really build? You know what I mean? And on top of it, that's, that's a team, and I hate talking on them, but it's a team that needs to build not only a culture, but a fan base. So I guess they're just trying to buy it, which I'm just I'm not about. You know what I mean? I'm as especially as a Knicks fan, man. We we got grassroots, dude, in going through it. You know what I mean? Like why now that we're finally on the right track and and putting in the work and reaping what we're sowing, why would we just throw it all away and try to start over? You know what I mean? That, I would listen. I love Dame. I'm sure you love Dame. Everybody loves Dame. How can you not? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But just the price to me is just too costly. And 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 what's really crazy. What I'm about to say, because this got to be said, too. And listen, man, I'm not trading Randall for Dame neither. 
<laughs> like I'm I'm not doing it, bro. Like I'm not trying wow. to Man, dude, this? it's funny because every you see in the thread and stuff, people think that you hate on Randall like that. So just to for you to say that, you know, it's a wow. I'm I'm not willing to do that. Like for me, it's about building, right? We're talking about building the team, we're talking about building the foundation. So why the hell would I trade RJ and Randall? Like it it it's way it's Things I would trade Randall for, but I'm not trading Randall for that. That is ridiculous to me. Like, build with Randall, build with RJ, build with Obi, see what you got. The thing that we really need to talk about, and I feel like this don't be said enough, and it confuses everybody, is maybe RJ and Randall just ain't they just ain't ready yet. <laughs> maybe right. they need more sats on on their game. Yeah, and yo, that's one thing that, that that we lack as like a whole. You know what I mean? Uh, as Knicks fans, is patience, and it, I, I get it. You know what I mean? Like we've had so many years, year after year after year after year after year, where it's just been crap. You know what I mean? And we don't progress, and we and maybe we take like a small step, and it, it and gleams like, all right, you know, let's let's see what we got. You know what I mean? With guys when we had like Tony Douglas, and even with with Alonzo Trier, dude. You know what I mean? A couple of years ago, it's. We, we we have hope because we, we want to see something work. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's what we're seeing right now. So we got to be patient. You know, like we got to change our mindset now. Like we've been molded to like get to the end of the season, look to the draft and see who's going to be the next player that might save our franchise. You know what I mean? And it's like we're, we're not doing that no more. You know what I mean? We, we kind of like got out of that box of year after year being in the bottom tier. You know what I mean? Like we finally took a step forward. So we got to be that. You know, and we got to we got to act like that. And that means, you know what I mean? Mo- moving that way, holding on to what we got and complementing it, building around it, putting the right pieces in. We know we got to make upgrades, you know, obviously at the wing, obviously at the point guard, you know. So it's just it's tough, man. And it's funny, man, because I saw Chris Percy Ion and shout out to him earlier today, put out a video talking about like how he understands, you know, how agents you know just put out random rumors just to create buzz you know what i mean and and try to get a certain Mm -hmm. fan base to create buzz and and make it worth you know somebody's while to bring that player to wherever it is you know so that's real we don't even know what's really going on with dame and to me he's a he's loyal you know through and through so i just feel like he's definitely going to give them one more shot you know at least before he tries to jump ship so for us, it's crazy because everybody goes nuts. It kind of breaks the fan base, but it's one thing I love about it, the passion that everybody's got. I just, realistically, what we're going to do is exactly what we were just talking about, is build in the right way and continuing to do what they do. I don't think that they just built everything that they just did to throw it all away, even though they definitely do need to pay attention to opportunities that may present our, you know, themselves along the way, you know, like a disgruntled superstar. And that's where you get the names that are thrown out there, you know? You know how it goes. Yep. It's just frustrating. Yep. This is why I'm, um, I'm, I know everybody who's listening. I know y'all watching R.J. Barrett in the Olympics. And I'm getting a glimpse of R.J. Barrett and how he would be in this setting against other NBA players or other older players in that type of setting where it's more physical and it's more passing. It's more, you know, off-ball movement, more man movement. Shout-outs to Nick Nurse, man, because he's putting R.J. Yep. actions I've never seen Tibbs do for RJ before. Yeah, um, different things. Always, Love it. It, it. Like, it always seemed like RJ, RJ Barrett's baskets was difficult. 
And it was evident because we was first in the league in ISO situation, um, ISO possession. So it's just beautiful to watch RJ in that setting. And I'm, I'm hoping that Tibbs can get a grasp on how to coach some goddamn offense. Like, because I, Bro, I, I, I already know, bro. You can, you season, can, bro. Yo, this is what the space is, bro. It's Nick's talking all that. You know what I'm saying? This is some all of that. So mm-hmm. I totally get it, bro. I know, I know. Obviously, because I've been following you, how you feel about Tibbs and how we went about things and didn't make adjustments. And I, what's funny is like that was my favorite thing to talk about. People would ask me like, "What are you looking forward to?" You know, seeing the Knicks going into the playoffs. And almost every time, my answer right away was, "I, I can't wait to see Tibbs coach." You know what I mean? Like because he's a coach. So I, yep. I couldn't wait to see adjustments, how he was going to do things. And it's like he really didn't make much adjustments and, and change too much up. You know, obviously he made the big one, you know, going to Rose as a starter. I don't know if that was the right one. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Well, you know what I'm saying? We live with and die with what we did. But I don't know, man. I just felt like he definitely could have made different little changes, you know what I mean, in terms of who's guarding who, who's coming in when, and trying to throw the Hawks off a little bit, you know? Like, what are some adjustments that you would have wanted him to see? Pull a Tyloo. <laughs> Dust one of those guys off who hasn't played either Frank. No, put Frank on Trey Young for a couple of minutes. Um, For me personally, I would have I wanted him to start Alec Burke, even though I always call Alec Burke 99 cent James Harden. But I would want him to start somebody at point guard who would okay. who would go at Trey Young and put Trey Young in actions, and have RJ at the two. You keep Reggie Bullock at the three, and then like stagger it, put insert Frank, have Frank annoy Trey Young for a couple of minutes because bro, the way Trey Young was doing Reggie Bullock, Burks and Rose, I don't even want to see Bullock and Burks in a, in the Nick jersey ever again. Or for that, like it, that was very embarrassing. Tibbs was embarrassing in the playoffs. I don't know what the hell he was thinking, but what I will give the Tibbs the excuse is the roster was trash. Like who he was gonna go to? Kevin Knox. Like let's be real, I'm a Kevin Knox fan, but he stunk this season. Like I'm keep it a thousand. Like he he was straight up garbage, and to play Frank, it's like Frank plays scary. Frank don't want to shoot. So I, I that was probably the biggest adjustment I probably would have did. Insert Alec Burks instead of Derrick Rose and keep Derrick Rose on the bench right. and bring Derrick Rose off the bench with IQ and Frank. I see that. I definitely appreciate that take for sure. And um, just for everybody listening, I want you to know you could definitely request to speak. I'm going to try to bring as many of you guys up as I can, but I definitely want to appreciate your takes also. So um i'm, I'm gonna bring colin up real quick i seen him uh raise mm-hmm. his hand and then i got a couple other guys that i want to definitely hear from too so state you're definitely more than welcome to hang out on the stage you know and pop in whenever you want bro so let me get colin up here danny b what's going on man how you doing good brother good to connect with you man i'm a fan you, you know i like uh enjoy your stuff i appreciate that drive, very much uh, man I wish uh, I I listen to that shit every fucking morning, dude. You killed it. It was uh, <laughs> it was fucking, but it's 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 hard too, right? Because we're in a big fan base and we're all trying to make content. But you found something unique and and you took it and, and it worked for you too, you know. Definitely. So definitely it. want to come up here and give you your flowers, man, because that shit is not easy to do. Thank uh, you, thank you. Definitely appreciate that a lot. Uh, secondly, I wasn't even gonna come up here till my man State started trashing Reggie Bullock because that's just <laughs> you just don't do that. <laughs> That's just like, 
I get it, man. Like Trey Young roasted him. Trey Young is roasting everybody in the fucking NBA right now. So if we're going to use that as the metric on whether or not to bring him back, I'm going to need us to readjust. All right, because he was never no fucking ball stop one-on-one defender. He was always a glue guy. He was always a team defender. He blends in. He makes yeah. reads mm-hmm. for other guys who are on other guys, and he gets there. Like he was never made to stop Trey Young. He was just our best option. And you know what? Trey Young's a fucking flamethrower, unfortunately. So he got cooked. Yep. Uh, and a, and a hedgehog, dude. He's freaking fast as hell. He is, man. And Reggie's not built for that. And that's fine, Co- right? Like, you, you, college, you want to keep a thousand with you? You know, you want to buy him really old go ahead. No, that's cool. Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear this, too. I want to hear this, That's cool, bro. That's cool. But, like, recognize the situation for what it is, too. You know what I mean? Like, Tibbs was never going to give that guy extended playing time unless it was an injury or some shit. Because that's just uh-huh. not who he is, you know? And yeah. we got to... You got to take it for what it is. He's the guy who got us there, so I'm going to ride with him, and I'm going to ride with his decisions. Yeah, uh, I agree. Especially since he did the Derrick Rose thing. If he had never done that, then I can understand, like, kind of calling into question some stuff. But when it was right there, do or die, like, he made the switch that, you know, we all knew he needed to make. And I am with you on the Burks stuff. Um, I, I don't know what it would have looked like for that to have had to have happened. Um, I'm sure it was discussed, obviously. I think Burks would have done a good job in that in that starting lineup as well. You know, going to, going to Trey Young, kind of doing some foul hunting stuff. So I definitely agree with you there. Uh, I hope we bring Reggie back and we put him on the bench because, uh, you know, Macri said it a couple a couple months ago now. Probably he's just a bench player. He was in the starting lineup, and you know what? He held his own. He kept his yep. head above water. He uh, he he hit some hit some big threes for us all season long. So I don't got nothing but love for him. Uh, it was annoying to see him get cooked, but. Uh, you know, it's uh, he's an orange. I'm not asking him to make lemonade. You know what I mean? Definitely. I appreciate that for sure, that take right there. And I'll tell you what, as soon as you said that, the first thing in my head was being at game two when we – the one game that we won and him being the guy that was hitting the threes to, to yeah. tie us up, hitting the threes to, to take the lead. You know what I mean? So you got to give him the props for that. You know, it, it's a tough job guarding Trey Young, that's for sure. And nobody's done it yet, and that's my thing. You know yep. what I mean? So – uh, you know, State's yeah, got, got plenty of takes, and uh, I think I'm going to just nitpick, and that's going to be the one that I disagree with. I hear you, man. And everybody's got opinions. I respect yeah, of it. Course. Um, nah, I respect it. Nah, I understand, like, Reggie helped us get a, get to the playoffs. I understand that he's a solid uh, bench player. I understand all of that. Just for me, like, and this is just speaking emotionally, like, don't take this as, like, a real – this take is about to be. Oh yeah, go ahead. That's what I'm about to say. Um, just for me, when the Knicks played the one-year vet Mercs majority of the minutes this season, you hampered your assets in trades. So now we're in the off season where we're looking for for an all-star supposedly, right? In trades and. Look what you got to give up in these said trades. Because none of the guys who was getting the majority of the minutes had value. And that's what I was really annoyed with when they was playing. Like, Obi Toppin, 11 minutes, really? Really, Tibbs? Like, I, I watched games when Tibbs had Randall and blowouts. Like, and it, it was just frustrating for me. I, I couldn't take it at times. I think there's something to that, too. And there's probably, like, you can expand upon that, right? Like, but that's also what made it so cool because their value really was only valuable to us. 
Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It does make things kind of sticky when we're looking at trades for these guys and everybody's Definitely. hair stands up when we're talking about RJ Barrett going, but again, it is like, and you're talking about a blueprint, right? Like you bring up the Brooklyn Nets and whatever and whatever else, right? Like the path, like we shouldn't be above anything. I think it's probably where I come from and mm-hmm. I get it right because RJ Barrett, we finally mm-hmm. found something, but you know, we just got a taste of success and now we got to stick up our ass and we sitting on the high pedestal. Like, nah, we're good on that family. Like, Damian Lillard is an MVP candidate. He played in the West his whole career. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying trade RJ for Dan. I'm just saying there's some context. And <laughs> there definitely is context. You got to think about it. Uh, I can see, oh, I can see the bro. argument for both it's, sides, but that's like oh. that's sports. It's a business. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta go all in to get all out. So, uh, I don't know. It's something we got some, you have to think about. Uh, you know what I mean? Because you got to give them the, you have to give everything the due diligence in itself. You know, so, I mean, I totally understand that. I just and you said it right. Like, you were like, it's something they got to keep their eye on. And I agree. Yep. So, as they keep their eye on these things, these are the conversations that are going to happen. But the real the real shit is R.J. Barrett would have to go in a trade. That's, like, the undeniable. Like, anyone else can give them a young guy to build around. If we don't give them R.J. Barrett, we're not giving them a franchise piece. And that's just it. Yeah. I'm yeah. So, and look. What? Hang up yeah, the phone. And, what, and whatever your opinion is on that, you know, whatever. But it's just undeniable at this point. At first, I thought maybe we could swing it, but the more that they talk about this stuff, the more that, you know, I realize it, it really is like the undeniable truth. Like, RJ Barrett's going to have to go for the next star via trade, or we just going to have to take our chances, roll the dice, and let it do free agency, which I'm not averse to either. Get some Kyle Lowry action. I'm cool with that too. What, what I'm confused about, <laughs> it, like, this is mind boggling to me. So I'm going to trade my 21-year-old for a guy who's a decade older? Hold on, hold on. Since when Randall was untradeable? Why is my young boy continue to be put in trade scenarios? I didn't know Randall was untradeable. Because Randall's the reason they're going to want to play. That's just, I mean, he's proven. R.J. Barrett isn't. Prove it. Prove yeah. it. <laughs> it's, it. Listen, I, I I agree to it. You can be proven and still be like a a second banana. You know what I mean? Like true. You can be proven and still be a second banana. We I didn't have anybody else for him, and look what happened. Proven, you know. <laughs> oh man, Red stay, proven. stay. Are you working oh. right now? Because you gotta wash where you're walking. If you if you if you're working. Oh no, I'm not working. <laughs> I was walking around because that 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 just made me. Ah, right, now I'm saying, damn. <laughs> nah, you good, <laughs> you good. But now, nah, Colin, I definitely I, I hear what you're saying. I definitely understand that. You can be proven to be a second banana. I mean, that's it. Like, I don't know. S- second banana? I don't even. I know state's going with like with the third, fourth option. He's tripping. He's no. I'm not going to the fourth option. That's very disrespectful. Thank you. I'm not going <laughs> to right, be that right. disrespectful. <laughs> I, but he's the third banana, so we need two bananas ahead of him. I don't even want the ball in his hands in the playoffs. I want three guys who got the ball in their hands before he even gets the pill. He needs to be treated like Giannis in the playoffs. You only bring up the ball when you get it off a rebound, brother. Because <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh, no more option one, Randall. I'm strongly against that. That is disgusting basketball. And I'm cool with that, no. though. And I'm definitely yeah, – I'm with you. And the point Once guard thing changes the discussion. And, yep. you know, my, my one concern, and, and this is where I'll give you some leeway on, you know, laughing at me for saying he was proven, 
is that I got to see what he looks like with that player next to him. Because if we take the ball out of his hands, like is maximum usage the only way that we get that version of Randall? Like, is he going to regress like a whole step and a half once we get somebody else that's going to want the ball in their hands? And as RJ Barrett gets better, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, right? Like he's not going to average six assists a game next year. Like I think, you know, like when you take the ball out of his hands at that 99% capacity, like what does it look like? Is the game easier for him or is it harder for him to fit in? Danny, I got a question for you, and I, I, I want you to answer this first, and then I want Colin, Colin to answer this. Please. Yeah, absolutely, man. What is Randall's skill? What is Randall's elite skill off ball? I got an answer for this too, by the way, Danny. Thanks for letting me up here, by the way. Absolutely, anytime, Colin. Anytime, and I, I just wanted to uh, let everybody. That wasn't me. Joe, Joe up to the stage. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's up, Joe? What's up? What's hey, what's up, up Joe? Julius Randle's best off-ball skill set is fatherhood. This man kills being a husband. He kills being a father. He is a great inspiration to all of us men being great husbands, fathers, sons, brothers in the future. Yo, this, this is why I brought you up. The real reason, the real reason why Knicks fans don't want to get rid of Julius Randle. By the way, stay. I'm honestly on your side with this. Like, I would actually rather us trade Randle than R.J. Barrett. Solely based on before this year and before Tibbs coaching, this man went 23-9-3 most of the time on fucking 35-win teams. And yes, I fucking love Julius Randle. I love what he has done for New York as a whole. I love what he brings to society. I love what he brings to the game. Like, this man lost for – I mean, I'm not going to count his first year. He got injured his fucking first game. This man lost – like, was the second or third fiddle on losing non-playoff teams over and over and over again for five years. And I will never say for us to get rid of Julius Randle fucking ever for any reason, honestly. But, Danny, you already know this. R.J. Barrett is near and dear to my heart, man. I yep. think R.J.'s upward trajectory when he's 26 years old versus where Julius is 26 years old, R.J. is like the actual second fiddle on a 50-win team, second or third round of the playoffs. I'm not saying championship per se. Julius has already been here for seven years, six years if you don't count his first year. So, like, I yeah, would – Yeah, you shouldn't, we though. Yeah, it's one game. If we were to actually make trades for Dame Lillard and we're not getting Kawhi Leonard as, like, a guarantee, then we should just trade Julius for what sort of – it takes way less assets. He's already, as Colin said before, a quote-unquote proven commodity – I'm con, and you're not gonna like what I'm saying right here, obviously. But like, I just got one thing to say, and then I gotta watch this basketball game because I gotta get the fuck out of here. I'll be here all night with you, motherfuckers. I'm literally um, watching the Clippers game while I'm on this right now. No, nah, I can't be doing that. Same. Is I gotta focus. Though? Yeah. Um, Same. Here's what I would ask. No you, worries, right? Whenever you want to question, dip out, out. man, you dip. You yeah. got it. Who was Randall's best head coach before Tibbs? Mm. Man, Steve. Who coached anybody? Years anybody? Ago? Anybody? Uh, you're not going to say Luke Wallen? I mean, no. no? I'm that. not. <laughs> That's why I was throwing at the state. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't count. I know how he feels. Really? And y'all wonder why this man was begging for a head coach. This man is yep. 27 years old, still trying to figure out how to play basketball. Come on. Man, take of the night right there. Take it away. All right, so real quick, real quick, Colin, before you leave, don't leave yet. I just want to ask you a question. Would you rather Halfway get out of the door. Would you rather get rid of Julius Randle and one first-round pick for Dame Lillard? And I already, I already think that's too much. I wouldn't do it myself. Or would you rather get rid of RJ at 20, IQ at 21, and Mitch at 23 and three first-round picks and two pick swaps for, for Dame Lillard and Rock? Oh, my God. Those, those, those are the would I rather? Are. You just asked me would I rather pay $0.10 cents for a steak or $20. Like I love it. <laughs> come on, man. 
It's unrealistic, bro. Hey, take your hat off. Uh, dude, I think I'm it's squeezing your head I a mean, little like, tight. So Julius, it would be Julius Randle and what? Two firsts? What do you think? Like, if Julius Randle was you in think the trade, they would have any interest in Julius Randle after this. If they trade Dame, that means they are trading CJ. It is not. They are not going to try and be competitive after this. When you trade a guy like Dame, who's been there that yeah, long and gotten you so many wins, that's it. It is not. How can we find a competitive? No. Haven't we already seen Julius Randle be a good stats bad team guy though? I mean, I guess, but I still that doesn't change the fact of what I'm saying though. Like, Portland is not going to want him. And that is not anything to say about him as a player. It's where they're at as a right. team. When you trade Dame Lillard, you are starting over. That's why you want uh, RJ, because you want someone who in two to three years is going to be ready to get you back to where you were when you let Dame leave. Like, that's it. They, there is no Julius Randle in first round. Julius Randle in four first round picks, maybe they think about it, right? And they're like, okay, we talk ourselves into this. Like, it's no Julius Randle in a first round pick. Like, let's get realistic, man. They don't want that man. A separate thing entirely. As as a Knicks fan, do you want Dame this year for whatever we have to give up for him if you're not getting Kawhi? I'm not gonna say no to Damian Lillard. And that's the end of the day. Look. Where do you, so if you do have Dame and Julius Randle, I don't know if everyone listens to the Bill Simmons podcast. I know no, they're full of shit I do most not. of the time. He's got the most annoying voice in all of podcasting. <laughs> also, he's also he's a Boston also he's a Boston Celtics fan. For what's worth, I listen to him. He also has the number one sports trade podcast in America for the past 15 years running. It is what it is. We're all striving to get there. Um, but the one thing they did in the last <laughs> podcast is that they did like the top two of like various teams. Like, where do you think they would be? And number one they chose was, like, LeBron and AD. Then it was, like, KD and Harden. Like, shit like that. If you had Julius Randle and Dame, where do you think they rank? In, like, the, in the entire NBA? Fifth? Because that doesn't Eight? matter. It just matters where they rank in the, in the whole Eastern NBA. Conference. I'm saying – It just matters where they teams. rank in the Eastern for the Conference, whole NBA. It just matters where they rank bro, on this still, side of the coast. He's still third or fourth in the Eastern Conference. They're still third or fourth. I disagree. Bro. That team ain't winning nothing, bro. <laughs> I don't even want to in it. I disagree. Who would you have ahead of them? No, no, no. Joe can't be speaking nonsense like Kate, that and then not backing it up. Katie and Harden, Katie and Harden, and Giannis and Milton are still say, better. Than Joe, me. you got to have one good comeback yeah. right here, and then I, I already had two immediately. I already had two immediately. No, I know, I know. Plus, dude, we're watching Trey Young right now. Trey Young right now is better than Dame or Julius Randle based on his age. That, yo, that team is wrong. not going. Oh man, me. crazy! I'm, take, take. I'm taking, I'm taking Dame and Julius top three in the East. With that, I'm out. Are you okay, dude? Get even if you're third, you still lose in the second round. Yo, guy. Colin, get legend, this guy out legend. Of <laughs> I love it, but you know what? That's what I love oh, about this community. Love you know it, what I'm man. saying? Like we could all kick it and, and throw the takes <laughs> out. Like everybody could want what they want. We still, at the end of the day, want the Knicks to be good and 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 winnable. Listen, if we had Dame and Drew, you know, we we're riding with them. Yeah, I understand. We're gonna be so. Listen, I'm gonna go back to where I was with KP, bro, because I remember when I first popped out and seen that, I was, man, like I was let down. You know what I mean? It, it I could only imagine the feeling with RJ. So I don't even want to go there. I just dude, the thing about KP, it's the same thing about Mitch. Kind of, it's like, dude, if your body is that long and thin and tall, like you're I, yeah. bound for injury. It's tough. It we really all, is. I mean, even the biggest fans, like we all saw it coming a mile away. Hundred percent. And real quick, I just I want to bring Jay up. I know Jay's been waiting to, to get on the stage, so let me bring him up real quick. Joe State, you guys are more than welcome. Like I said, to keep popping in. Everybody else listening, if you want to get up on the stage and say something, just request. I'm gonna to try to get as many as I can, but I still want to get everybody's takes at the same time. So man, it's been fun so far. I think we've been on for like a good forty minutes or so. We'll keep it rolling. Jay, what's up, bro? First off, Colin, you was bugging my man. It's like, there's not top three. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not top three in the East, bro. 
Dame and Dame and Randall's definitely not top three in the East. I'll tell you that right now. I'm definitely not giving up RJ Barrett for Dame Dollar, man. I'm sorry. Like, this is like we it's like the mellow trade, bro. We're gonna go back to that. Three, four years of second round exits. No, no thank you. No thank you. We deserve better. Yeah. Than that. If it were I'm just gonna say real quick, if it was straight up, then like I think I would say yes, we all think about it. It's like the RJ plus IQ plus three first rounders plus a pick swap. It's like, yo, fuck that. Bro, I mean, I'm I know there's a couple people that might agree with me. I IQ could be a solid, a solid three, man, a solid third banana. I could see that from him. At some point, hundred percent. I just I don't know take. if it comes out next next season. You know, I I seriously think he's gonna take a jump next season, especially if we keep Rose, which I I, I believe that's a no doubter. We definitely got to keep Rose and be mentors. IQ, listen, I I could see him being a solid number three, bro. Straight up. Yo yo Straight Jay up. yo Jay, can I say something to you real quick? Go ahead, so, go ahead. So that was a great take, by the way. Great take, by the way, and it aligns with how I feel about the draft. I don't. We don't need the draft for point guard. No, nope, like not at all. I really like IQ, and I feel like IQ got a level he can reach if he could get the in between game going. He got to get. Say, I have a follow up question. You saying that real quick? Hell yeah, I agree uh-huh. with you a thousand percent. Say, and Jay, I want to actually, actually ask you guys off that real quick because one thing that usually does translate from college to pros and one thing we can all see as fans and, like, any scout and shit like that, usually passing in court vision is not, like, necessarily an innate thing but something you usually develop young. And IQ is, like, in my opinion at least, he could be a phenomenal scorer in the NBA. Having 30, 35-foot range is not an easy thing to come by. I don't see him being the assist guy, though. I don't know what you guys take us on I, that. Listen, you, you're not wrong about that. You're not wrong about that at all. But you want to know something? For, for a bailout on a possession or setting him up for a shot or a one-on-one? Perfect for that. He is perfect for that. His, he, got, he, does, he, you know, he has a nice floater. He got a nice uh, dribble drive to the basket to close out a possession, like a bailout. Mm-hmm. I see that 1,000% from him. The, yeah, the I, only way – yeah. it, it could work. It could work if R.J. Barrett develops his playmaking. Yep. If, you, if you get what I'm saying. Yep, yep. So if they can get to the point where they both average four assists a game to make up for the fact that one of them is not like the pass first point guard and the like point PG and SG combined for eight or nine assists, I agree with you. And RJ is on his way there. Yeah, I, I honestly feel like Q might like, and it's for better or for worse at this point. And I know he's mad young, he might change, but that killer mentality is I know this dude might be open, but I want to take this 30 footer. Mm, you're not wrong about that. But you know what? He's he's been working on it, you know? And and to your point, State, obviously we talked about this mm-hmm. a little earlier, watching him play with Team Canada, he's been a little bit more free to to make those plays, you know what I mean? And um I you're watching him direct out the offense a little bit, you know? So um it, and not, it's been not, beautiful to not see. Not for nothing. State hit it on the head earlier. If if Tibbs could find better better sets for, for RJ offensively, man, he could really he could really work his magic this season coming up. I can see I him so. taking an even bigger jump. I totally agree. And I think part of this season that we just watched was Tibbs kind of just seeing what he's got. You know what I mean? He played, you know, the vets, you know, like you said, state a lot, yeah. obviously. I but I think he did it to set the tone. You know what I mean? And I, and set I an example. You. And and sometimes you need that. 
you know, and it sucks when you got some people kind of waiting in the wings that we're, we're looking forward to. But I feel like the picture is bigger than that. And he really got that through to the team. You know what I mean? That it's more than what just what we're doing right now is a bigger picture to this. So, you know, I think that's why everybody helped to, you know, kind of buy in. And, and that's what you've seen, you know, on the court at the end of the day. You know, the product that we saw was the fourth seed. I mean, what he got out of this team was incredible. You know, like we were talking earlier, Colin mentioned it too, is that, you know, um, Reggie Bullock, he's a bench player. You know what I mean? And he stepped up in the starting role and really held his own and he and killed it, you know, for, for what he did. So this man off back surgery had like 35 minutes a game. Yeah. You know, and, and even what we got from Rose, you know, he came here and started just his three percentage just went up, you know, and, and even just the the percentage that he was taking them went up. And I just feel like everything was, it was the perfect storm. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like the table has been set and I think next season you're going to see a little bit more freedom come in hopefully, you know, in the way that he coaches and the way that he, he lets the guys kind of take that next step because at the same time, he's he's got to give them a little bit more rein on the leash. You know what I mean? Give them a couple more yeah. inches to, uh, you know, to play with. So I think I, that we'll see that. I do. I hope you're right about that, Danny, because not for nothing, State hit it on the head, bro. Like, really? You giving OB 11 minutes per game? Yep. Nah, man, it's, man. Tough. it's tough. Nah, but listen, we go back, go back to, you know, go back to, you know, Knox's season, you know, and, and Frank's season and – they all did that, you know what I mean. So it's like, let's let's take a step back and and let them develop like this instead of just throwing them and, and giving them you know twenty minutes a game and or or whatever you know that that minute cap that you want to put on it is. So I just feel like it, it's something different, you know. And, and it goes back to what I said before. It's like that mindset that we have all been in because it's what we've been doing. We kind of got to change that a little bit just to see what happens. You know what I mean? Can't keep doing the same thing and hoping for different results. So it's like we're finally doing something a little bit different. I'm hoping, you know, it works out. But at the same time, you know me, you know, one, uh, one I'm, I'm way too positive sometimes. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you, I'm right, man. <laughs> but not for nothing when it when it comes to Tibbs, man, sometimes he's a little bit too loyal to a fault. Like you. I actually, you, Jay, I'm so glad you just said that word because I was about to ask you guys, like, because Danny is a much more optimistic Knicks fan than I am naturally. Uh, anyone that's ever listened to me, I cheer for the Mets, Jets, and Knicks. I'm used to losing all of the time, so I'm always pessimistic. <laughs> I'm a Jets fan right here, too, uh, man. Oh, Jay, you get it, man. Zach Wilson's the next uh, the next Tom Brady, everyone that's not us. He's definitely just going to be Geno Smith 2.0. I'm not actually saying that meaning <laughs> it. I'm just saying that for the reverse jinx, you know? Let's get it, bro. Uh, but real quick, energy, I wanted to actually – <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys uh, real quick, like hmm. Tibbs' biggest fault, if there was – if one out of these two, one is the insistence on playing a rim-running blocking center, or two, his out-of-bounds play calling. Oh, uh, the, the per- I, I was, you know, what? no, it's one. It got to be one for me. Yeah. All right. So it's funny that you said this, Joe, because I was just thinking this the other night, watching some of the the, the out of bounds plays from Phoenix and 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 some of these other teams, you know. And I was, I feel like for Tibbs, that was kind of like bottom of the list of priorities. You know what I mean? Because it, at the end of the day, right, he's got a list of what's a priority to get to get where he got the team, right. So I feel like that was just one thing, and maybe they they talked about it at times, but they didn't really heavily go into it. I just feel like it was kind of bottom of the list. It, it's I don't know why. I, I have no clue. You know, I'm not a fan of it, but I don't know. It's funny that you said that. Like I said, I was thinking about that the other night, and I guess that's really what it came, what uh, you know my thoughts came down to was it's just like 
there was so many other things that were needed and maybe we could just kind of get by without worrying about that one piece, you know? It's like, it's like, there's like 20 to 30 out of bounds play calls in a game. That's one of the first things you learn when you play AAU ball, when you're like nine years old, one is dribble and two is like pass the ball in and shoot. Exactly, then why do you Joe, the whole exactly. season? You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't made... fucking know. Hey, it's, dude, it's like I the only time he ever changed Luis to like Mello was like, oh my God, there's six, like, six, six, six seconds left in the clock. Let me pass it into Julius on the elbow and hope for the best. Like, you got six seconds to run like three picks in a play. Yeah, it's tough. It, it, like I said, it boggles my mind. Oh. boggles my mind. But real quick, I, I yeah, want to just, um, I want to bring somebody else up. I know we got a couple people that still want to get up and speak. And um, I'm going to probably be wrapping this up in like the next 10, 15 minutes. So um, definitely appreciate all you guys hanging out with me. Jay, Joe, State, everybody else that's in here. Kyle, what's up, bro? Down in Florida. Bobby, Mr. Top News, Leon, Joey, everybody, man. See ya. I see everybody out there. Coonies. Um, all right, hang on. Let's see. Let me bring Tyler up. I know he's been he's been waiting here for a minute. And you can hop right in, man. You, you know what we've been talking about. I'm sure you got plenty of thoughts. What's up? What's up, State? Jay? Joe is good. Uh, I mean, shit, it's, it's good to be up here. Appreciate y'all. And uh, go Knicks. I agree with a lot of the stuff State was saying. I mean, look, I am team keeping RJ, first of all. I am a young Knicks fan. I just want to, like, I haven't seen much success throughout my life. Let's put it that way. I think I've seen maybe three winning seasons in my life. I am 20. I've seen, what, um, 2011 through 2013. That's about it. That's okay. about it. It's, 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 right. it's, it's, nothing, it's nothing but pain over here. I had to watch. You are a young man, my I know, friend. Yeah. I'm a child. And yeah. A child. No, but, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, out here, like, watching, like, the R- RJ play against, like, Greece, play against China. I know it's, like, not the craziest competition. I mean, it's, what, China's no offense to China. They're not that good. And Greece did not have Giannis. But, like, still, right. like, RJ looks so much more comfortable, like, just, like, Nick Nurse is a fantastic coach. So, like, he got RJ running in sets. Like, RJ is not just standing in the corner. I mean, like, he started off the set yep. in the corner, but then he'd, like, move up to the top of the key and run in motion and then go downhill where he's most comfortable. And RJ – and you've seen RJ, like, dunking. RJ's taking step back threes. I'm like, where the hell was this? I mean – Tyler, I hope Tibbs is pressing the copy-paste button this season, exactly. man. Exactly. I hope so, too. I mean, I hope – Yeah. Then also talk about the – Talk about a dude that can actually call out of bounds plays. Nick Nurse is a monster. Nick Nurse is one of the best coaches in the league. I mean, he's one of. I mean, there's a reason he's a champion. Uh, But like, I I mean, I'm just I was so happy with the season. I love this team. Big 14, with the exception of number six. I don't like him, but he's a free agent. He's gone. Um, But like, I was. I don't. I'm not. I love Dame. All of us love Dame. But like, I'm part of keeping the young core. I love what IQ is doing. Obi looked a lot more comfortable throughout the season. RJ, RJ improved a ton. And, like, I'm not, forget, like, blowing it up all over again. And I'm like, okay, like, I love Tamelo, but the Mellow trade was, you know, not really great for our future, like, great for us during, like, the mid-2010s. Right. It set us back a little bit after. It looked good for, like, three seasons, and then it, was like, set us back five seasons. But, like, I am – I want to keep RJ. I want to keep this young core. Get somebody in free agency. Like, I've been a proponent of Jalen. Actually, no, Jalen Brunson's got a team option, I'm pretty sure. So, like, it, barring a miracle, a miracle, like, Brunson's going to be a Maverick. But, like, a Brunson, like, a Lonzo Ball or, like, a Kyle Lowry. Like, one of those three point guards. Like, somebody who's, like, a solid, like, not going to be too expensive. 
and just right. kind of, like fill their role and like run the offense, play good defense, and like fulfill a good potential. Like I know Kyle Lowry's a lot older, but like he is he's got championship experience. He's the best out of the three right now. He's a great player. Like somebody Joe, can, like fill their role. I, Joe, I need you to talk on this, man. Tyler, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. No worries. I, I know Joe, I know Joe's got uh, some thoughts on Kyle Lowry also. We were talking about it uh on, on the pod. Big Nick energy shot to them uh last week. So Joe, talk to me, man. Uh, yeah, so Kyle Lowry, definitely out of the people you said, is like by far my biggest pick. Uh, cheap is definitely not a word I would use to explain oh, Kyle Lowry. Uh, real, realistically, the contract he's probably going to be looking at, it's like if Chris Paul opts out, he's probably looking at two years, like 40 mil a year, 44 mil a year, some shit like that. Uh, Lowry probably looking at two years, 35 to 38 mil a year. So definitely not cheap, but we, because of our contract situation, how much cap space we have could definitely afford right. him. But dude, his championship pedigree, I talk about all of the fucking time. Exactly. Like I know we wouldn't have Kawhi Leonard on our team, but the, he played with Kawhi. He was the second fiddle on a team that won a championship. He was the leader. And no one would have that. He was the leader, he was a too. Born leader. Dude. Also, talk about someone that's feisty and plays defense hard. Like six foot one, brings the ball up the court, shoots 40% from three. That's the dude that Tibbs should definitely try to get. But Cheap is definitely not. Joe, right. Joe, can I say something on Kyle Lowry? Joe, you think, yeah, you think that's worth 35 million at this point, though? Like, 35. we kind of get the, we kind of get the same thing it from would. Rose. Rose may not have won a championship, but, it, but he is a leader. Right. But like I want Rose's so dude, Rose's defense is not nearly where Lowry's is for on ball pressure and also uh Rose for all of his intangibles and all the shit that he brings to the table. He literally had the best floater percentage in the league for the last half of the season, like almost one sixth man of the year. Uh does not have an injury history that resonates and has like I'm gonna play all eighty two games. You know what I mean? I want, yeah. like the, my thought oh my bad. my thought process behind this is like bring Kyle Lowry as an, and like as our starting point guard. He fills so many needs like the playmaking, the uh three point shooting. He's a great three point shooter and he's a great defender. He's not yeah. like he he is like I guess quote unquote ball dominant, but he is a point guard, but like he is able to play off the ball very well and he's a leader. Yeah, he is. And I want to bring back. He's a difference maker on defense. Exactly. That's for big sure. difference maker. Exactly. He 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 like brings the energy, the charge. Like he takes so many charges. Yeah, that's he per- does. That's, that's one thing that I, that I miss, man. That's one thing. Me and Coach Fosh, shout out to Coach. We were talking about that a couple of weeks back, man. Is that something that we lack as a team too? Is we don't take any charges at all. You know, exactly. it's crazy. It brings but that state, I, I don't state. What were you gonna say before? I know you were trying to get a word. In. So, when when it comes to like Lowry. Lowry's a good pick. CP3 is a good pick. Um, Mike Conley's a good pick. The um, They all fall under the umbrella of a veteran point guard, right? So just, just for me, I don't know how y'all feel, but if we was to sign a guy like Lowry, I'm fully expecting RJ, Mitch, OB, IQ, and two first-round picks to be in next year's rotation. Because it's no way that Obi, who's going to be 24, is not going to be ready next season. Taj Gibson getting minutes next season is a federal crime. <laughs> and Ibs needs to be locked up and thrown Yo, right dude, if not for Mitch being hurt, Taj Gibson would have got four minutes a game. Yeah, like, 100%. To happen. Yep. 100%. 100% you're not well. wrong, but what, I, I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying, if you get a guy like Lowry or one of those guys, I would at least want. A, a team like the Suns, who I'm watching right now, 
they got a yacht a lot out of young talent around Chris Paul that, that is elevating their games because of him. So I want to I want but I don't like I'm not just a point guard thing. But then they like, well, let's Max Randall this offseason. I'm like, wait, hold on. Because if you want to max Randall for four years, I need a who's 24 young who's a step on a four-year contract along with him. So it could build together. When you when you say let me ask you a follow question to that. It breeds. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I was gonna ask so real quick on that note, because we both think at least a little bit that IQ does have that somewhere deep inside of him. I don't think you would think that he has it next year, though. And I don't think either one of us think Derek Rose is necessarily the court vision passing mentor that IQ would necessarily need to actually unlock that. Would you not think that all three of the dudes just named Conley, Lowry, and Chris Paul, which I think Conley's going to stay where he's at. I think CP3 is just going to go to the highest bidder. I think Lowry's the most realistic. Don't you think one of those three is actually better to unlock that court vision at least? Yes, I do. And I think they would improve the team. But when I'm seeing a guy Steve, like you're breaking up a little bit. Trey Young, I'm just thinking. Ooh, you better stay. Yeah, say you're breaking a battle now. Right. All right, hang on one sec. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna mute y'all real quick. State was breaking up. I couldn't really hear what he was saying. So what I want to do before we continue is I want to bring up um, Brutus and I want to bring up Archangel. They've been waiting for a minute. That way we get everybody on the stage. Um, we'll just have to be mindful of the muting so that way we can get everybody's takes. But I figure we'll go like another five minutes and then um, call it a night. So here we go. Let's do this. Yeah, I was gonna say about the Lowry stuff. Uh, I just want like. Uh, what do you call it? I think it's a good idea. Just like get a veteran point guard, like continue to build that. Like, cause this is like the first year of us having that winning culture, and like God knows how long. Like, I want somebody to carry on that winning culture, like teach these young, like young guys, work with the young guys, and like just cause we're we're like we overachieved this year. We know that. Right. Like the fourth seed, like we overachieved. We should have been like the five or six seed. I'd say we're a great team. We play well, but like. We're still, we still are very flawed, but like, I think a veteran point guard, like a Lowry oh. and like, and drafting like a couple, like drafting oh, away, because we do have four picks. We could trade off oh. like high lottery and get like a very solid wing, like a young, like a talented guy, like a, I don't even know, like a Zaire Williams, like somebody that I'm like, look, I'm not really looking into the draft right now, but just names that I know, like a Zaire Williams from Stanford. Right. Or like everybody's been hyping up James Booknight, the shooting guard, like from UConn. Like Booknight, I watched a lot of him at uh, UConn because I'm a Big East guy. I'm a Villanova fan, obviously. Hence why I said Lowry and Brunson. Uh, right. Like just uh, what do you call it? I appreciate you coming up, dude. Definitely come back around. Appreciate your takes for sure. Brutus, what's up, man? Yeah, oh, what's Brutus, up, man? What's up, up, everybody? What's up, dude? All right. You got Listen, man, I'm hearing I'm hearing so much disrespectful stuff, man. I, I just don't know. I don't I don't know how to handle it, man. <laughs> well, speak on it, man. It's, it's, man, it's, it's, listen, listen. We're not understanding the whole scope of what went on this year when it comes to Derek Rose. I mean, we got something that's good staring us right in the face, man, and we keep jettisoning him like he's like nothing. If it wasn't for the fact that Tibbs was so stubborn on uh, uh, on Peyton having to play, right? And if we don't get a point guard like that, then where are the minutes for Derrick Rose coming off the bench? 
in the same fashion. If you sign a Kyle Lowry, if you sign a Conley, and all these guys, matter of fact, Lowry played less games this year than Rose did, right? There's so many different things there, and he's older, even. And the fact is, all these guys are getting hurt now. Derek hasn't had a major injury since um, 2017. He's played as much games as anybody. He's worked his body. He's retooled this game. And the reason why they never thought that, you know, of course, Derek was not going to ever be the high-flying Derek Rose that he was. Right? That's where people keep thinking that, oh, he's never going to be the same. And very true. If he was still trying to be that player, then everything that y'all talking about, I agree with. But the fact is, is he's refined his game. He has, like somebody said, the best floater in the game in the second half of the season. His three ball was incredible. 47% in the playoffs. And we acting like, you know, this man is chopped liver and wanting to give him a second. He deserves an opportunity to at least maybe attempt to get back to all-star. And the way he played, all-star, maybe even all-NBA, because his game is different. You have to rank him based on his game now, not what he was. And he's improved his game now because he now has the three ball, which he didn't have before. That's the reason why they didn't think he could last because he couldn't do the same things he was doing, just going in and slamming it on people. But now he got his floater and he has the three point shot and uh, and all this stuff about him not having court vision. Derek still averages almost six. Tell me that dude just lost service right there. Yeah, he went out. He, he, that, he was defending Derrick Rose. I love it though. <laughs> that is hey, he was at the he was on the edge of the bridge right there. He almost <laughs> he went over. I, I think he was getting that. He, had, he was averaging he was six saying, we'll pay yeah. all these other guys. Yeah, that was funny, man. That was good stuff. Bro, he had me in my bag right now. I was feeling what oh, he was man. saying a hundred percent. Listen, man, I'll keep dude. it a thousand. I'd rather I'd rather Derrick Rose than thirty five million on motherfucking Lowry. Like straight up, hands down, hands down, Facts. bar none. I hear that. I hear I'm, that. I mean, I want to say, I mean, because I do want Larry on the team. I'm down for both. Like, dude, we don't, as long as we don't actually make a crazy trade, someone like Dame or anything over the offseason, like, yeah, between the both more. draft picks we have, their first round picks and second round picks, make a combined like 1.5 million on the cap. Like, that doesn't even fucking matter. The two first round picks we have, like, we re-signed some free agents. Fucking, we probably lose Brooks, unfortunately. We re-signed Bullock. We lose Peyton. Uh, we, I don't know if we'll actually sign Nilakina again or not. And you that know what? There's going to be determined, but gonna be we can still afford that we get that, that we nobody even seen. You know what I mean? It happens every single time. You know we'll what see, I man. haven't heard tonight, though? How y'all feel about this Luca kid? Uh, you know, I'm not too sure. And I haven't even watched any film, really, of him. I, I mean, I've seen a couple highlights. I've seen some videos that I put out. But has he played yet in the qualifier? I think until uh nah dude Argentina and France so we haven't seen uh Milikina or Feldosa yet yeah. they don't they both already qualified for the Olympics so they're not in this weird like qualifying thing that yeah. RJ's in yeah yeah they're not. so until next month we don't even get to watch Feldosa play against NBA competition at yeah. all I have caught a man. little bit of film on Luca he he looks like a solid point guard he looks he he looks like he has that vision. Yeah, from what I'm seeing, what I've seen, he definitely's got the um, you know, got got good vision. He makes good passes. He gets to the rim. He's got a good wiggle getting to the rim, and he's got a good turnaround hook. Um, he's got a float. 
I just, I don't know. I, I got to see him in, in in the NBA. You know what I mean? The NBA is a whole different beast. I'm looking forward to that. Real quick, before we get out of here, see if you guys got any takes, any plugs that you want to put in. Other than that, I'm going to call it a night. Do I got any pod? No, I got. I actually got a, a podcast coming out tomorrow. After um tomorrow evening, me and my guy Diehard next, we're gonna be talking about R.J. Barrett in the Olympics. Nice so far, how he looked. So that's about it, man. If anybody need to find me, you know you got my my Twitter, my podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, everywhere, bro. Um, Danny, man, you already know we gotta um. You coming on my podcast too? So, yeah, I got. I don't um, gotta check the calendar. I don't so, know when that is, but I, I feel like we did pencil it. I I I, I definitely look at the calendar. I definitely um look at that D, um DM and make sure we got the date. But definitely, bro. yeah, man, salute to everybody, man. I, I appreciate Nick Nation, man. I, my takes be crazy, but you know y'all all uh, treat me like one of y'all own. So <laughs> I appreciate y'all, man. Danny, man, I appreciate. You uh bring me on this Twitter space stuff. Man, your takes are valid. Fuck crazy. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it, bro. I, I just want th- I just want to thank Danny for the time, man. This is always a good time. You know, my first time yes. speaking, I do catch I listen in every once in a while. But Danny, thank you for the time. Yeah, thanks, Danny. I got cut off at some point, man. I was going off here and it was just silence. <laughs> I was like, damn, why is it so silent? And I was like, <laughs> It got cut off somehow, but anyhow, thanks for the time, man. Yeah, Danny, thank you so much, man. Uh, anyone who wants to follow me, definitely follow me. Uh, Twitter at Joe Lindolfo, Instagram, same thing. Uh, I host the Big Nick Energy podcast. Danny was actually our last guest. Yeah, man. Uh, we are going to do uh, another one Saturday, me and my co-host, which is uh, at the New York Postman. We posted the same thing as State. We're on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, YouTube is where we obviously film everything on Zoom. And then we post it out from there. So definitely check us out. Good deal. Good deal. Like I said, I appreciate all you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm gonna see if I can. I'm gonna see if I can get this out onto um, the next corner. You know, and put it out on the stream, Spotify, Apple, and all that. But Twitter Spaces is weird with uh, with saving the show. So. Anyway, thank you guys. I appreciate everybody. You guys already know Nick's Corner Saturdays noon. We're live. You could all tune into that. Get you guys on there too. So, thanks. Have a good night. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Salute. Appreciate it. Oh, Danny, take it.